This is the 919 Beer Podcast, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts for the 919 Beer Podcast, Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. It's the 919 Beer Podcast, Joe Ovius from 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh, North Carolina, Adam Eshbaugh and Wayne Holt of 919 Beer. Big shouts to House of Hops Bottle Shop for sponsoring the 919 Beer Podcast. They got 24 beers on tap. Check out their three locations. They got two in Raleigh, one out in Pittsburgh, and obviously check their social channels because they always have a lot of fun nights, like including the McNeil Point. They do Wednesday night vinyl nights, which is always a lot of fun. Um, so go check out the House of Hops online. You can order online. There's curbside, all that kind of stuff. But best yet, just go in. It's it's a good old time at House of Hops. We thank them for sponsoring the 919 Beer Podcast. So we're doing things a little bit differently on today's 919 Beer Podcast. Um, if you've been a longtime listener, you will remember uh, a couple of one-offs where we do tastings and some some goofy stuff. The one that got people really jealous was the Peppy episode, the bourbon episode, where Adam Wayne allowed us to get into his very exclusive Peppy stash. We partook that evening. Oh, oh, we did. That was oh, a we Christmas did. gift. It really was. We, appreci- we, we appreciate that from Wayne. And as uh, soon as we get these beers out of the way, we'll get into some bourbon. Uh, or fair some enough. Fair enough. Soon. Might do a bonus episode. Hey, why not? So this gets us. This gets us to. Oh wait, are they doing another bourbon episode? Oh no, 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 friends. Uh, we are doing, as listener Josh pointed out, a reverse pappy today. We are actually doing a cheap beer taste off. Uh, so Adam, Wayne, and I all selected three beers apiece. Three cheap beers that we typically associate as our go-to cheap beers, or, or not, or or just sentimental. Sure, sure. I mean, some of these have brought back memories that I, I literally I'm, think I haven't had one in twenty years. I'm really upset because I didn't get a chance to go by. If I recall correctly, one of Ashley Christensen's restaurant carries Strohs. Strohs, yeah. And that's what I really wanted because well, that was my go-to as a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, and that, and that before we unveil the beers that not we have here. here, before we unveil the beers that we have here. Um, like I like hams. Oh yeah. I actually had a hams at it's a the, great can at the thirsty beaver in Charlotte. We actually talked about the thirsty beaver, uh, in last week's episode of the nine one nine beer podcast. So there are a couple of beers that I like that are cheap beers that you could not find. Stroh's is not, I would not go for Stroh's cause Stroh's tastes like grease to me. Hey, but back in my day. <laughs> oh, I get, I get what you're saying. But if I could have found hams, had like the big wide mouth bottles. Yes. Right. If I could have found hams, would have been down yeah. with that. If I could have found peels, I would have gone with that too. But I, I can't find How those. About right the upstate here. New York favorite here. Uh, no, I wouldn't say time crunch because I mean ahead. I didn't have time to go to Wegmans to get some. Uh, what a Jenny. Oh, like, that would have been a mile. How about that Eastern, would have, Eastern, I had Jenny Red, man. Okay. It's college days. Eastern New York, Connecticut. Not my choice. Meisterbrow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. You know, and look, there are people who ride for old style. Yeah. You know, people from Chicago, things like that. So these are the beers that we ended up with. I, I selected High Life. You all know how I Which really about. upset me because yeah. that was mine. I know. High Life is my go-to, followed by a Narragansett, mm. and then... The Coors, Coors yeah. Banquet in the stubby bottle because that is how you have a Coors Banquet True. beer. So you notice that PBR was not in my selections because... I was shocked. Well, like, here's, here's my thing. We'll get to PBR in a second. I am convinced one of two things happened. I cannot confirm either way. Either my palate has changed to the point where I cannot drink Paps because it's too sweet hmm. or they've changed the recipe. So there's IPAs you're drinking I now. doubt the recipe has changed. Right. 
But I'm not the only one who has had this thought that they're of is the this belief. an OG moment? Maybe your taste buds are growing up. Is no. this a agrees with no, me No, no, this is, this is like my brother-in-law. He actually is not drinking really? as, uh, as much Paps as he used to because of he, he's also convinced that the taste has changed. I'm, okay. I'm interested to see how this turns out. You, you picked like three that we all actually are very endearing beers. Ah, but here's the thing. You pointed this out. These are beers that I go for. But these might not be the beers I choose in the blind taste Blindly. Test. Yeah, yes. the blind's the thing. That's the thing. It's like love is blind. So I went High Life, Gansett, and Coors. Wayne, what'd you go with? Uh, PBR, uh, Stella, and what was the third one? Coors Light. The Coors Light. The Coors Light? Right, yeah. Okay. And then, Adam, you went with what? I went Modelo. Yeah. Because I love Modelo. I would have gone Tecate, but yeah. But I knew you had already gotten Coors, Stubbies, and, and Gansett, and Gansett is usually my like go-to. Yes. So I haven't had a Foster's oil can oh in my, like 20 years. Oh, my goodness. We're having one tonight. All right. That's and, cool, man. And uh, I grabbed a Heineken can. Yeah. Not a bottle. Okay. I'm interested to see how how it comes through because I have had a Heineken on draft mm-hmm. and actually really enjoyed it because the skunk was not in it. Huh. So can we talk about just the presentation here because... <laughs> Um, yeah, the presentation does matter, yes. The PBR is in a 24. The Coors Light's in a 24. The Modelo's in a 24. The Hennigan's in a 24. Well, Foster's uh, the, the oil can. I mean, right? I don't is know. what it, It's huge. Um, and then Stella's a little bit less. Yeah. Narragansett's 16. The Coors is a 12. The Miller's a 12. The High Life. Is the so, High Life a 12 or like an 11.7? Yeah, maybe 11.7. Yeah, but maybe. Um, I don't know. It's always a great looking bottle. So with, cons- an, with just, it's a perfect the label, the artwork, all. Oh no! Everything about High Miller Life. High Life is just a beautiful. It's a beautiful creation. It it really is. It it look. It's not. It's truth in advertising. It is the, the champagne of beer. The last time I had one, I snorkeled one at Bond a couple years ago oh, on a collab geez. day. Lovely. The last time I had one, I had uh, I made homemade cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. uh, smash burgers on my uh, flat top outside. Yeah. And I bought, I had to go to, I couldn't even buy it at the grocery store. I had to go to Sheets to get a six pack of that. Huh, okay. Uh, so I had a couple of High Lives and a, uh, and I don't know why, I was watching something or listening to a podcast and they were talking about a smash burger it's and a, a High It's a perfect life. food beer, especially and like I a did. greasy food beer. But it was funny because so I grew up out in Holly Springs on a 110 acre farm. And at that time there was just you know, five or six farmers that owned probably a thousand acres there. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys next door whose uh, family owned the farm uh, his name was Luke. Okay. And, and Luke, I remember this white old F-150. And if Luke was in an F-150, and Luke was probably 5'8", 114 pounds soaking wet. But if he was in that truck, he had a cooler full of Miller. Nice. The high life. And I wasn't even overly on to drink, but I drank. He'd stop by the barns wherever we were, and he'd pull up, and he'd get out. And he'd, as soon as he'd get out, he'd turn around and grab a beer out the back of the truck. And he'd go, you want a beer? Yeah, man. So that became that. And st- I drank a lot of Strohs yeah. when I was 16 to 18. Okay. Of course, I could buy beer when I was 18 in North Carolina. It changed shortly after yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know. Well, that, that youthful stuff is also why I also gravitate towards High Life. Because yeah. that, that's the beer that, like, Love my that. dad's dad would yeah. drink. Uh, and I will always have uh, an affinity for the long neck bottle and everything else. So... What we're gonna do because we're, we're we're we have all the beers. You know, this is a podcast you can't see it, but theater of the mind. We have all of our usual tasting glasses, and they're all spread out on Wayne's counter right now with all the beers that we talked about: PBR, Coors Light, Modelo, Foster's, Heineken, Stella, Gansett, High Life, and Coors Stubby. We're gonna pour these into um, 
the tasting glasses. The beer kind the of, vessels. The beer kind of vessels are glasses. all numbered. They're all numbered, and we will We're then be taking notes randomly, taking notes. You know, we'll, we'll we'll try to forget which ones we poured and what, and then we're just going to go based on uh, on the taste. Um, and we'll just go from there. So we'll, 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 we'll we're going to stop the recording here for a little bit and do our little taste experiment, and we'll come back with with some tasting notes. Enjoying the background music. <laughs> a little hold music for you. All right, we're back. Um, we're not in our 20s anymore. <laughs> We've made it. So drinking all this beer uh, for taste testing purposes, man, we would have been living life large in a, a small college apartment with all these beers. I mean, people would have thought we were high rollers back in the day with all this stuff, right? Oh, yeah. But um, it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny how, like, to look at our notes right now yeah. that we're going to talk about when we get to all of them. But I think the first three are going to be... Some downers, but we actually did enjoy some of these. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's go ahead and start with this. So, um, if you're if you're listening on the radio and you're just tuning in, essentially what we did here is we took a bunch of cheap beers, beer flavored beers that either we have a fondness for or legitimately just like to drink on the regular when you don't really feel like thinking about what beer you want to drink. And we decided to blind taste test these, make some notes, and then come out with the three that we liked. Um, of the beers that we have, I chose three, Adam chose three, Wayne chose three. Now, some of these beers are what we have available here, um, or we could just get. Like, I like hams, but you can't really find hams. Wayne likes strohs. You can't really find strohs around here. But if we had ability to get those, I would absolutely love to do that. The only thing that got screwed up was that Adam did not bring Genesee, but he's very busy. So Doesn't mean I wanted to bring oh, but Gen- you wanted it, it, no but it's, it's something not that like we associate like, guys, this is my favorite cheap no, 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 beer. No. but it's one that it's one that we associate with cheap beer so that <laughs> makes a lot of sense all right so uh let's go ahead and start with we'll just go in order of the beers yeah, that we had one, one through nine so number one was stella atois i we, actually, we literally just found out it was stella we literally just found out that was because initially i had jotted down pbr question mark question mark not pbr it's a stella now i didn't hate it I would drink it. I said it's not one that I would pick. I said don't love, don't love. I said bland. I said light, light straw, sweet nose, sweet but dry finish. Yeah, don't love. Okay, horse blanket. Number two, horse, you said horse blanket. You're just throwing out buzzword. Buzzwords for that. <laughs> just throwing out buzzwords. <laughs> so we can we can agree we can all agree that Stella is not going to be making our list. Brett infused Stella. Oh jeez. <laughs> no. So Stella's not making our list. Number two is the oil can of Fosters. Australian for beer. Which I wrote down, maybe? Like, I didn't hate it. I said, don't like the finish, light plastic. (laughs) And you brought up a good point. Not cold enough. Yeah, it wasn't cold enough. We left them out too long. We left them out for about seven minutes. Yeah, it was not a good idea. proved to be too long. Not a good idea. Yeah, the flavors really start coming out. Well, for me, it was the first one I drank the whole thing of, so... Okay. Well, I just really? Said, you did. First to the bottom. Okay. Fair enough. That's usually the case. Uh, number three is the Heineken, and I wrote down nope. I wrote down two letters less, just no. <laughs> Wayne? Sweet. Sweet? That's exactly what I put. Oh, really? Sweet. I it got, did not work for me a, at all. I got a little like skunk funk, I, even with the it can. Was, it, it, was, it was gross. That's it was, right. It was, there was this funk to it, and I didn't like, what? Is this a it, bad beer? Yeah. Like, I. this is mine. Like, yeah, you just, yeah, it's, it's I, yeah. still like full. I took a sip and a half and I was like, Mm-mm. I couldn't do it. Uh, all right. I got number four Drink right. Drink by May 2022. Well, 
if it's our, it's, it's, it's pre-funk. Yeah. So I actually got number four right. I wrote down Modelo. Sure enough, number four was Modelo. I said plain, easy drinking, would drink again. Yeah. So check mark. So that's it, the first approval. Yeah, I, I, I wrote a check down this I, one too because it's a classic. The, the thing about Modelo, now if you wanted to do a Mexican beer taste off, who knows where Modelo finishes. But Modelo is a distinct enough Mexican style beer that will absolutely stand out from these. So when I got that Modelo kick, I was like, yup, I know this beer. I like this beer. I order this beer a lot. So My that taco got, beer, man. That's got, that got the check me, mark me, for me. Cancun, Holly Springs. Pitcher Modelo. So this is when we get to number five. Well, for, I, mine, for mine on number four, I just yeah, put good, Joe, smooth. Slow it down. Smooth. Good, good, smooth. So I thought it was good beer. So for number we five. We don't to rush through this masterpiece. I thought it was very light. I confused this one for the Stella. Mm. I thought the PBR was the Stella and the Stella was the PBR. I Either said, way, I wasn't necessarily feeling them. Um... I found them light enough, but also I didn't like the back end of either one. Crisp, clean, light sweetness, mm-hmm. check mark. Okay. I, so would, you- I would drink it. Not, no, and we, look, full disclosure here, I numbered all of the glassware. Yeah. And I numbered all of the, the bottles and cans, but we each poured several and had no recollection of oh, what no, it was no, no, we no, 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 no. And we mixed the cans up before. Yeah, I had no idea right. what was It was kind of all over the place. Yeah, I had no idea what was what. But specifically to the Modelo, I knew that was Modelo when I tasted it. Um, right, my, number five for uh, Pabst, I just went nice. It, I ranked it number two. So it's interesting that... And I don't drink PBR. You don't drink PBR. I've, I've had a lot of PBR and I've gotten away from PBR. But having had it in this particular case with all the other beers, and maybe it was because it was a little warmer, I didn't hate it. I would keep drinking it, but it, it, of the list, it wasn't like one of the ones I gave a check mark to. So after that, we went to the Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors Light, which was un, like not memorable. <laughs> I said, eh, ellipsis. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'd finish if I'd have to. Right, like that's it what I just said. Unmemorable. Okay. Yeah. For the most part, mine were like one words, and this one was nah. Nah, so nah. Like, which is weird because I know people who ride for Coors Light. Yeah. Because the mountain's got to be cold. I don't know if we got a cold enough can. I have no idea. But people ride for Coors Light. Like Brownlow loves Coors Light. So it's whatever. I've never been a huge Coors Light fan. Okay. I, I'm like not to hate on Coors Light. I've just never been like, ooh, that's my beer. Now, to number seven, that's the Coors Banquet, Banquet. Beer, which I wrote down as Refreshing. I actually enjoyed the Coors Banquet beer. I did not hate that. It was basically, to me, it was light on the palate. I found it refreshing. I would keep drinking that. I'm pretty so, sure I had the right one there. Did you go in order as well? Like, yes. I went in order. No, so, actually, I didn't go in order. See, I, was, I, I went was, in I was, order, I was thus comparing one to the, to the now, previous one. I didn't one. go in order, and I was so, eating crackers. So I said, fuller bodied, more flavor. Check mark. I just is said. what I said. I said, ugh. No, Wayne was not a fan didn't of work the for banquet. Me. Really? Did not work. Which is funny because I used to drink a lot of that. I'm drinking it again, and this to me was just a very good. I found it light. I found it good. I, it, I would finish one of these. See, I feel like it was much fuller flavored than the previous one, which was uh, course light, which, which, which would light. make sense. Oh, yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Number eight. Coors. Number eight is the Gansett. Coors. I gave this one a check mark, and I re- I wrote down this is just beer. Like when I associate beer flavored beer, a beer that I know I can eat with anything, or I can drink when I eat anything. Uh, Narragansett to me came through. 
I didn't realize it was the Gansett when I had it. I had a good inclination that it might be, but I couldn't call it. But when I had it, I thought to myself, this is just beer. This is something that'll go with a burger, pizza, doesn't matter. You can just have it and enjoy it. I Sold this, on merit. This, this, this one got a check mark for I me. I just said easy drinking, but Joe, you and I being uh, professional beer can label judges as we are. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. It says made on honor, sold on merit. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful can, yeah. but on the back it's got the... Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Hi. Fantastic. When's the can battle here? Not even. Well, the next one will be close. Also. But it's well, a bottle. Also, but it's a bottle. It can't Hashtag bottle. crush it like Clint. Yes. Uh, that's the yes. official beer of Jaws. Official beer of Jaws. Um, yes. I said much different than number seven, much stronger nose. Um, I tell people all the time, Gans, it's my cheap beer of choice. When I was selling my house four and a half years ago, it was... I, I went through many, many cases of this. Okay. Getting, getting the house ready in the evenings. Um, so to me, this, if, if, if somebody had, if we had, if somebody, one of us had bought Budweiser. I almost did. I haven't sh- had a Bud. Right. A Bud Heavy in years. I had, I had a Bud Heavy in Charlotte. And the closest thing I can say to it's Bud. If Budweiser were here in this mixing thing, I might, I would have given it the check mark because I just had Budweiser recently. And it might have knocked out the Modelo for just what I was going for, which is just straight up beer. Okay. And I would have ranked it High Life, Gansett, Bud. Because to me, Gansett and Budweiser are of the same ilk. It's just, it's, it is a, it is a beer. It's what you associate with beer. I know that, um, was it David Chang, who's a famous chef, right. and he's got shows on Netflix and things like that, wrote a long time ago, he wrote a, a column in GQ about how, basically it was, you know, I get that craft beer is taking off, and you can do these beer pairings, and, and there's a place for it, but if you want to drink beer that's unpretentious and just goes with everything, then there's nothing wrong with just a good old Budweiser in a bottle. I would say that Gansett is Budweiser, a better tasting version of Budweiser for me, uh, but I can see why people drink Bud Heavy. So I have a, I have a great Bud story. So I, I was a Bud Heavy guy from probably mid, we get ants, mid 80s, <laughs> we got mid built, 80s we got to probably uh, early 2000s. Yeah. So say 85 to 2001, 2002. And uh, I, I owned a Yamaha motorcycle franchise for six years out on Glenwood Avenue. And uh, I won a trip to Hawaii, mm-hmm. and before I was part of their, they had 30 dealers in the country where they were a pilot program. So I was one of the chosen few that got to be part of that. And uh, two days before we were leaving for the trip, I get a phone call and said, hey, um, Mr. Hasagawa, who is head of Yamaha Worldwide, not just motorsports, but everything they do, yeah. is going to be in Hawaii. Would you like to sit at the head table with him? Nice. So I sat at the head table. Kelly and I sat at the head table, Mr. Hasegawa and his wife. Uh, we, there was two other Americans, uh, Bob Starr and his wife, and Kelly and I were the only four Americans at this 10-person table. Yeah. And the waitress comes up. We're, again, we're in Maui. Um, the waitress comes up and goes to Mr. Hasegawa, obviously, first, because he's the man, mm-hmm. and says, uh, can I get you something to drink? He goes, Budweiser. And he ordered a Budweiser. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, this is my man. We're going to have a great night. It was a great night. So... Because he spoke very broken English. Yes. But it was so cool. God. That's my Budweiser story. There's your Budweiser it story. Was just, it was just uh, reinforcing the fact that I was drinking a great beer. The, so Mr. Uh, Hasegawa could afford anything. He could afford anything. Sometimes you just want a straight-up Bud, like uh, Men in Blazers. 
they, uh, you know, they're, they're now, you know, they're now American city citizens, but when they're doing like their soccer talk, they ride for Bud Heavy. Look, my family. Bud Heavy's huge. I don't want a Bud Light. I'll drink a Bud Heavy. I do not want a Bud yeah, Light. Yeah, I'm the same boat. Like, I'm going to do a Bud Heavy over that. Uh, and the same thing happens. You know, my dad will always have an affinity. Even though it was my, my, my dad's dad drank High Life, um, always, there's always going to be an affinity for Budweiser because uh, there is a part of the Ovius family that came over from Cuba and moved to St. Louis and worked for Anheuser-Busch. Remember you so, telling this story before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there, there's a connection there with Bud and uh, I mean, I remember, I remember as a kid going and doing a a, a, a Budweiser tour uh, back in the day. So we get to we get to number nine, the last beer, and you know, I pretty much called my shot on this one. Is High Life? I mean, I know, yeah. high, I, know I, I knew it was High Life. I, yeah, High Life has a distinct flavor to it. To me, it is smooth. Um, it's a beer that, while not light, you can have multiple of and not feel bogged down. I feel like the carbonation on a High Life is kind of distinct. Yes, that's true too. And I don't like that. Sounds dumb, but no, like, it's, no, you're right. It's a, it it's a little bit higher carbed. Yep. At least it feels higher carbed. Yep. And I, you can just kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Hence the champagne of beers. That's the champagne. I like the bubbles. Plus, High Life has a distinct smell to it as well. And it's not, what's funny, what's funny about High Life, and may, again, this is maybe my palate being completely off, but when you smell High Life, it smells like stale beer to me. Like when, 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 when you're listening to some, you know, country tune or the Rolling Stones talking about- Why's it got to be country, man? Or something like that. Or the Rolling Stones. <laughs> That's what I said. Some country songs, some Rolling Stones songs. There's something with like some sort of like blues twang, I'm right. at a bar, yada, yada, yada. And they use that phrase like stale beer, like that kind of thing. That's what I associate the smell of high life with, what I would associate stale beer with. The, pro- the thing is, it's not stale, though. It's just a particular aroma that I envision. Or it's I, just a I good get. beer. But it is a good beer. It is a good beer. I just gave it a check mark. So, Joe, you've, you went to NC State, but yeah. you went to NC State when? Late, 97 late through 90s. 01. So, did you ever hear stories of um, – Edwards Grocery on Hillsborough Street. Yeah. So my Miller stories, uh, not only did I have those um, on the farm, but the farmer next door that I ended up farming with uh, when my dad started renting out the farm, uh, he was 6'9". The kid okay. was like four years older than me. He was 6'9", weighed about 250, 260. But we would literally walk into Ed's Grove. He would order one Miller. He would, they'd sit in front of him. He would bend over, clinch it with his teeth, Lean his head back, goes on the whole thing, take the bottle and stand it on the eye beam that's up above his head at about, I don't know, nine and a half feet. Yeah. He never bought a beer the rest of the night. People would buy him beers to watch him do that. And he would do it the entire night. I mean, it's good to have a gimmick, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta <laughs> he had have a, a great gimmick. gimmick. Yeah, it makes sense. He that had a great sense. gimmick, but yeah. So what did what we learn? What has this taught us? I was just, just well, saying. Hey, I was going to say, what have we learned today? What have we learned? Before we move on to some different topics. That Miller High Life is the king of the cheap beers. Yes. Not Budweiser being the king, but Miller High Life. I don't know what my favorite was. Come on. Mm-hmm. High Life was my it favorite. It was not one, two, three, or six. It's nine. We know it's nine. Um, I think we all agree that Heineken was the worst. Heineken was my least favorite. I'm thinking yeah. Miller. I'm thinking High Life was because you jumped up, grabbed another one out of the cooler, opened it up, because he's what he has the most of in his cooler. 
Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's Joe was like, hey, I've got some corona in easy, the fridge. Take it easy on my high lifes. I did say take it easy on Which was, of mine. course, the first thing I went to. Because I was disappointed you didn't bring any more well, banquets. Well, I, have, I brought three banquet bottles, dude. Well, okay. Yeah. Then well, get another banquet bottle. That was number seven. It got I'm a, uh, pouring a banquet. I'm good. All right. All right. I'm good. Fair enough. I mean, maybe it's because you have to have the banquet out of the stubby bottle for it to really hit. You really do, though? Uh, no, so that's, that, what that's I the learned, other thing, too, that I was having a hard time right. with on the high life is that, look... I know you got these tasting glasses. There's a little plastic plasticness need that to them. When you're having it out of a bottle, it hits different. So when you're having it out of the intended vessel. delivery vessel, it yes. hits different. Yes. Uh, Modelo gold foil bottle lime. Yes. Right. That's gonna hit with different. tacos. Right. Uh, Coors stubby bottle. Coors. Uh, High life. The long neck. Um, you know, uh, Takate. It's got to be out of a can. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, right? Like, yeah. You, I've had you have to do certain things a certain way. And that's, that's part of the fun experience. That's yeah. part of what you enjoy about it. So, does a blind tasting even matter? No. Because what are you going to enjoy more? Are you going to enjoy just the taste and aroma of the beer? Or are you going to enjoy the entire experience, which is holding and looking at the bottle and ding, 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 ding. or can and hey, drinking out of it? Be, like, like I said, I mentioned this in the last week's podcast, going to the Thirsty Beaver and walking out of there having had several beers and you only spent like 20 bucks. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, 20, 20 bucks is maybe two beers and a tip at a craft brewery at this point, right? It is. You're dropping seven. Especially if they're sours. Right, you're dropping seven bucks on a pint of beer, leaving a tip. You're walking out of there, probably spend anywhere between, right, anywhere 15, between twenty bucks, fifteen to twenty bucks. For where? No, if you 20, go to a, twenty dollars, if, if you go to a craft beer joint and you and get have how many beers? Two pints. Two. Okay, yeah. You get two pints of beer. Yeah. With oh, tip, you're walking easy. out of there sixteen, easy twenty yeah. bucks, right? Yep. Whereas I went to this Thirsty Beaver, it's two bucks a can, like. You're going to have a good old time while you're hanging out. So you're right. It is a little bit of the, uh, the aesthetics there. Um, so what have you guys been up to? Cancun. Getting ready for this podcast, mainly. Is that just doing your prep and work? And CrossFit. Of course. You're always doing CrossFit. You hear about it? No, I don't want to hear about it. You did CrossFit uh, yesterday morning, then chugged a beer at 9 o'clock. I did. It was. It was. Yeah, our, yeah. and I had coffee at ten. It was yeah. our gym owner's uh, birthday. Look, I'm just. So I made I'm, her. I made her shotgun a beer with me. At, I'm just. At 9 I'm just looking here. At like, all right, we got to fill about twelve more minutes before we can get into Wayne's bourbon. Oh, wait, so I can tell you about. That's all. Before I'm, Wayne's bourbon. Well, Wayne can fill. I can tell you. Talk, telling you about Cancun. <laughs> I can tell you about Cancun <laughs> and his and his adventures of the traveling denim hat. Yes, the oh, uh, the, the hat, the denim hat that we got from Matty Beeson and STEM. That's so, a great hat. Yeah. Nobody at the resort laughed at me when I walked around with the denim hat. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Well, because that's like going to prison. Like, you don't mess with the crazy person. Like, you know, right? Like, yeah, so, that, guy, oh, that guy with the, with the denim hat. Mm-hmm, that guy, don't, yeah, don't yeah, mess with him. Don't mess with that guy. He gives zero. Oh, he'll. Yeah. I, heard, I, heard he gets, I heard he gets into fights. I had some great Pacifico <laughs> while I was there. Oh, I bet. And also discovered the Dos Equis lager, which I'd never had. Oh, the green? Uh, yeah. No. It was great. Dude, the lager? Give me the amber every time. I like yeah. the lager. I, I do, just, too. I, just, I like the Dos Equis lager. Uh, it was me, great. Pacifico is like, if they have Pacifico on tap at your resort, yeah. drink it all the time. They didn't have it on tap. They had it in cans. Okay. I just cans feel like Dos Equis lager is the main beer they have at every Mexican Gosh, resort I've never seen it in any of them. Into. It's the first time I've had it. Oh, it's the oh, one they great. always have for me. But let me tell you, if you get to Cancun, do yourself a favor and go to Harry's Steakhouse. Or any, there's, it's a chain in Mexico. I think mm-hmm. there's five of them. There's one in Cabo, Cozumel, all these other places. Anyway, do yourself a favor. Go to Harry's Steakhouse. Yeah? Okay. Oh, my gosh. 
blown away. Some of the best food and some of the best service I've ever received anywhere I've ever been. Wow. The, uh, it was Julio and, God, what was his name? Johnny Boy or something. It was, a, it was like, Julio was like my age and this young kid. And what, what Jerry Boy. He called, Jerry Boy. Hey, I'm taking care of you tonight. Me and Jerry Boy. Okay. And they took care of us. Very nice. But they come out with this tray of beef that you choose from. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. So, yeah. So, y'all left the resort. We didn't have every night we went out for dinner off resort. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was an all inclusive resort where we were. So, right. So but yeah, they didn't we, have yeah. restaurants on. They did, but yeah, we you, had that. Y'all for went out breakfast and lunch, but okay. no, we went. Um, so we did uh, Harry's, and then the next night we went to one called Porfirio's, which was uh, high end Mexican. And the last night we went to a Thai resort, which was by far the coolest. They were all on the Thai restaurant. A Thai restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They were all on the. Um, this was in the hotel zone, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. They were all on the inland side because we were on the ocean side, ocean front, but we walked across the street and went up the street, and they were all on the inland side. Views were incredible. Every night got to watch the sunset from the restaurant table. It was really cool, but Harry's outdid themselves. So, let's see. Yeah, fr- this past Friday, I ended up <clears throat> going out to dinner with some friends. Um, I actually tried to get away from beer as much as possible until I went to the Mudcats game. On Saturdays. So the Mudcats. Surf on the Beer Cup podcast got to throw out the first pitch. That's right. That's right. And I did but it was terrible. really cool because I sat at home on my couch. What did you do I, Saturday I was, evening? I was flying. When you came home, though, yeah. you yeah. just kind of sat at home. You got, you're always busy. You're yeah. going to be able to come. So, yeah. So the, the, the Carolina Mudcats had me out uh, on Saturday uh, for their microbrews night. Now, the reason why they called themselves the microbrews is that they are, they are the single-A affiliate for the Milwaukee Brewers. They've been, I think... The, the Goodland. I think they've been the single-A affiliate now for the last four to five years. So they do these one-off nights where they wear jerseys. It, it used to be the Marlins oh. way, way back in the day. Like Miguel Cabrera, I think, came through. Uh, and like Dontrell Wilson, those guys came through the Mudcats. Okay. So, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think they switched I think they switched over to the Reds for a bit, and then they've been the Brewers for the last couple of years. And, look, Mudcats, I'm so, you know, as – as an employee of Capital Broadcasting, full I spent disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure. I spent a lot of time going to Durham Bulls games because, hey, the Capital Broadcasting owns the Bulls. So the Bull, the Bulls and the Mudcats are two completely different experiences. Okay? Oh, absolutely. I've been by Five County Stadium. I have not watched a game there. Yeah. So you know, the DBAP is one of the. Th- one of the nicer AAA facilities in the country. Absolutely. Um, I know Charlotte with the Knights has a has a brand spanking new facility. Only because it's uptown. But it's, but, and it's, but it's really, it's nice though. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice no setup. Doubt. It's it a nice setup. But the Bulls and with the American Tobacco Campus and all that stuff is a really gorgeous yeah. setup and it's a great place to watch a game and the promotions are awesome and everything else. The Mudcats, you go to a Mudcats game, it's a throwback. Um, and they probably need to reduce capacity uh, because of their affiliation and also, you know, just what it's like to go to sporting right. events now. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it, it's like you go there, it's a little bit of a time warp. But what's cool about it is, is that it's community. Like, whereas a Bulls game, you're getting all sorts of people there. Corporate events, families, um, walk up, everything else. My impression when I went to the Mudcats game is clearly this, this is the community. It's Eastern Wake County. And Eastern it's Wake County. County and it's the community. You're seeing a lot. It's of, County. You're seeing a lot of families, yeah, and the absolutely. kids are wearing their travel baseball uniforms, yeah. like that yeah. kind of stuff. It so is. Oh, well, 
That's single A ball too. It's single A ball. I so grew up with the Frederick Keys. Like yeah. that's the same thing. So it's a very community based type thing, um, and that's cool. And you get you clearly have your regulars and everything else. So I threw out the first pitch. I did a terrible job with it. Uh, did you Fauci it? No, I mean I got it across. Okay. I, I I got cute with it. I tried to wind up all that stuff. Just be like just playing up the crowd, and I ended up going way high and outside. Uh, muddy, not a good catcher. High and away. Yeah, high and away. He did um, not frame the strike. So as I was walking back to my seats, one of the promotions people comes up to me, you know, not knowing whatever, and it's like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, would you like to take part in the sixth inning promotion?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, yeah." I saw the video. I said, "What is it?" I said, it's a beer. She says, it's a beer run. I go, I'm in. What do I got to do? Joe from the beer podcast. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm here right, for. Right. So uh, she's like, well, you got to hold two quote unquote beers, basically just plastic solo cups with water in them. Um, and you're going to run the, the warning track. Now, people might not think the warning track is. A, oh, that's a long way. A long way. That's not a straight line. It's that, not a straight that line. That big dude smoked you, man. Well, we'll get to that way. <laughs> we don't talk about it. So. I oh, know. So. I'm like, yeah, what do I got to do? He's like, all right, you hold these two cups and you run. I'm like, all right, well, is it who ends up going the fastest or is there a component in which you need to have the most amount of liquid at the end of this race? I need to know the rules. And she just goes, oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So sixth inning comes, I get down on the warning track and the, uh, the gentleman that I was going up against, his name was Q. Shout out to Q. And he's like, yeah, my wife, man, you know, she tells if I get beat, like, she doesn't know if, she, if, you know, she'll go home with me tonight. I'm like, eh, we'll be fine. And I asked the other promotions person, all right, so how does this work? Is it just fastest or is liquid, retain, you know, retaining liquid important? She goes, I don't care. So I look over at Q. I'm like, all right, man, here's what we'll do. Let's like play it up. How about we go to center field running with these cups best we can. And then once we get to center field, we'll just toss the water out of it and just book it. He goes, yeah, I'm in. And the video is on my social media. It's fine. You know, from the left, in the left field to the center field, we were, we were neck and neck. Yeah. I was on the outside, whatever. We were neck and neck. I, I like my chances. And then he goes, okay. I'm like, okay. He tosses the water and that dude hit like freaking afterburners. Man. <laughs> like I did not, he sandbagged me because all of a sudden he just turns it on and I'm like, oh crap. Okay. Let me try to catch up. And look, I run, but I'm not a sprinter. Right, right. You know, like Kelly joked with me when I got back to our seat. She's like, it's okay, honey. You're, you're more of an endurance person. <laughs> you're an you're, endurance athlete, you're, Joe. You're, you're an endurance. You're built for comfort, not for speed. Uh, exactly, exactly. Look at this dad bod. Look at this dad bod. <laughs> so you're the pontoon, not, I went back, not the speed I went, boat. I went back and I watched the video that the Bulls had taken. And they had given to me so I could put on you social mean, media. You mean the, you mean the sorry, mudcats. mudcats? Sorry, the mudcats. The micro brews. Yeah, the micro brews. Sorry, Evan. I, I appreciate you sending me all these things. So he sends me this video. Evan sent me this video. There's a social media guy. I'm like, ah, you know, it felt it felt bad, but it probably wasn't that bad, dude. When I watched that video back, I looked like I was running in slow motion. You and did. I, I mean, I really looked like I was running in slow motion in comparison to this That's guy. That's when you just. Shut it down and walk. I was watching, and I kept you going. You fake the injury, and no, you just bring no, no, it home. No, 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 no. What, what, what pull gave up me a hammy? Though, you, what you gave you me solace, though? We pull up with a hammy, man. No, no, no. What gave me solace, though, was that Q, when he crossed the finish line, the video doesn't show Came it. Came back and it, carried it, you it, in. It, it, it cuts off. He was doubled over. Like, he poured it out. So, I'm going to take that. Um, so I, It's I, a moral I, victory. A moral victory. I, I yeah. said, hey, man, you know, do you listen to the radio? He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to give you a shout-out on Monday. Do you listen to the podcast? I don't know. And he looks at me funny. He goes, he's like, wait a minute. I was like, 
It's like, yeah, no, I do the sports talk show on 99.9 The Fan. He's like, oh. And then that made his day because he realized who he had just beaten. He just kicked Joe His buddy was like, oh, man, oh, you're Oviez. I listen to you all the time. I'm like, yeah, man, you just you just beat my ass, so you're good to go. <laughs> That's hilarious. So it was uh, nice. So shout out to the Mudcats. It's a good old time. And um, I was I, watching that video Saturday. I guess it was Sunday. I was watching it when you posted it. Yeah. I'm thinking, Joe. Leave the piano behind and just run. Don't try yeah. to carry it. Yeah, now you sound like my dad who used to yell at me in my soccer days. You're running with a piano on your back. So <laughs> thanks they, for know, triggering those I'm memories, I'm probably closer Wayne. to your dad's generation than yours. Yeah, so. no, you are. You are. You're only about 10 years younger than my right, dad. there you go. So. Um, oh, no. Yeah. My dad just turned 68. You're what now? Uh, I'm 10 years. I'm That's 58. Right. That's right. It's 10 years. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. Speaking of my dad, his birthday was on Monday. We ended up going out to dinner uh, on Monday as well. You but should have brought him tonight. He could have sang for us. Oh, jeez. I don't know would about that. have sung that. for us. So. I don't know about that. Um, all right. So what, do we, so what do we got coming up next week? Well, I don't even know. I got to figure my life out for okay. next week. So Wow. Yeah. Do you want me to reach out to, uh, as we live uh, produce the show here, you want me to reach out to our, our guy, Anthony, at uh, Anthony uh, Oakwood Pizza Box? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we can do that thing. We Try talk, doing an Oakwood Pizza Box podcast. Yeah, right, we'll see if we can. Uh, can we do that here at my house as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, so maybe we can do that next uh, next week. Anyway, uh, big thanks to House of Hops for sponsoring the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast. Uh, you can find much, much more flavorful beers and wider selections at uh, <laughs> at House of Hops. Not that there's anything wrong with any of the beers that we had. It's oh, just, there's some things wrong with a few. The, the craft, the craft <laughs> beers is, is what you'll find at House of Hops. There are three locations, two in Raleigh, one out in Pittsburgh. So go check them out. We thank them for sponsoring the 919 Beer Podcast. So yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out for next week. See you then. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to the 919 Beer Podcast with host Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. Don't forget, there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also airs Saturday mornings at 8 on Buzz Sports Radio. Thanks again for listening to the 919 Beer Podcast.